cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier place for all things Batman. He is vengeance, he is the knight, and I'm Am, and that's Autumn. I heard he's a dark angel of death. I've heard that he's a black swordsman. <laughs> Fuck Batman, let's talk about guts. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Uh, he's pretty good. We're not here to talk that much about cuts. No. <laughs> You're just, uh, you started, you watched Berserk. You watched the 1997 Berserk anime, right? Yes. And then you were like, I'm going to go back into reading Berserk. And I was like, damn, maybe it's time. Maybe I just needed like a push and you doing it was a push. And then I, I read all of Berserk. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I just kind of went on one. And, uh. Now I'm on the other side, but you're still like in uh, golden age. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay, well, <laughs> I am, I think I am in the last chapter of the anime right now. So like yeah. I literally, <laughs> and I knew, I kind of knew you were going to pass me, but I didn't expect like no one can red berserk this. in two days, <laughs> <laughs> three days, three days, please. Um, I thought about doing it too, but I did other things last night. Um, I could have, if I just pushed through, but, uh, I was better doing. I went to bed early instead for once in my life. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, it's, sometimes you just get on one, and it's like I knew when I would do it because I'd I'd watched Austin do it, and Austin did it in like two weeks or whatever. But I knew that when it was going to happen, it would happen quick. I didn't know how quick. <laughs> <laughs> I the thing is, I'm I'm like laughing at you a bit, but I also I suspect I will probably be done before we record the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, we need to talk about that. We, that might not be true, because I might need to record on, like, Wednesday. Okay. Or Thursday. Um, so, or we can just skip next episode. One of those, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I have to I have to do Blockbuster. The first half of Blockbuster's next oh, Friday night. Oh, right. Because you've got the a four, the hour, four hour episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I, I'm... Uh, I am trucking through that now too. I started because you were reading Silver Spoon, and I read like yeah. the first volume of that and really enjoyed it. And then just like Berserk Brain just took over everything I was doing. <laughs> yeah. So I read Silver um, Spoon, and uh, now I read Berserk, and now I'm going to read Nana. That'll be done by like next Wednesday, and then uh, who knows what? Now I'll just knock them all out. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go read. I'll go read Monster, and I'll go read Slam Dunk, and I'll go read Rose of Versailles. I won't because I can't actually download the good version. That's my iPad. That's actually the kicker. Um, but if I could, it would be done. I need to. Um, oh, I think Rick might have sent me something because I was like complaining earlier about like I wish I could read uh, Rose of Versailles without reading or without tracking down hardbacks, and I think Rick might have hooked me up. Actually, I don't know. 
Okay. He sent me a DM that I forgot to read, so thank you, Rick. <laughs> I I have all of the hardcovers, uh, but that doesn't help me really. So if it, you pass that along, <laughs> I I have bought like the huge like five volume beautiful hardcovers. I absolutely will just put that on my iPad and read it if I can, because uh, I'm not going to ha- cart those heavy books to work where they could get damaged or whatever. Those right, are nice. Yeah. They seem really nice, but I just I like reading on my Kindle better than um, yes. anything. So that's the trouble. You know, uh, Berserk's pretty good. Nothing like, you know what? It's not not like Batman, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I was, I had to like stop reading Berserk for 45 minutes to watch Batman. And I was kind of grumpy about it. But one, this episode was really good. And two, I was like, you know, this is like closer than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Should we talk about Batman? Sure. Sure, we can do that. I really just want to talk about Berserk, but it's probably for the best. Our episodes this week are Robin's Reckoning, Part 1 and 2. Uh, these are written by Randy Rogel, directed by Dick Sebask. These came out in February of 1993. Uh, the first part was di- uh, animated by Spectrum Animation. The second part was animated by Dong Yang Animation Co. Limited, um, with some layout by Spectrum. That's it. Autumn, what happens in these episodes? Um, we get a really good, uh, Robin origin story, finally. Um, so, um, Batman and Robin are just hanging out, um, like, Robin's back from college, um, they're doing a stakeout, they shake down some guys who were trying to, like, sabotage a building for some reason, and, um, the guys are like, oh, Billy Marin hired us, and Batman's like, Billy Marin, Robin, I need you to go home, and he just, like, Batman, like, leaves to go track down this Marin guy, and Robin, like, who the fuck is Billy Marin? Why is Batman cutting me out all of a sudden? And so he looks at the back computer and discovers that actually Billy Marin is an alias for Tony Zuko, and we get a flashback to Dick as a kid. Um, his parents are murdered by Tony Zuko, who's trying to shake down the circus, which is maybe the saddest racket you can get into. Um... But, yeah, he murders Dick's parents. Bruce takes him in. Uh, everybody knows the story. Um, <clears throat> Batman uh, is, like, out for blood. He's going to track down Tony Zuko. This is all still in the flashback, to be clear. Um, and <clears throat> um, Alfred is like, no, Master Bruce, you shouldn't, you know, be trying to get revenge. You should be trying to take care of that little boy. He needs a friend, just like you did when you were an orphan. And so... Um, Batman, like, sets some of his, like, quest for revenge aside and tries to raise this child. Um, um, and the, at part one ends with, um, like, Robin has all these memories and then resolves, like, I don't care what Batman says. I'm gonna get on my motorcycle and I'm gonna go find this motherfucker. Um, so part two opens with Batman and Robin both, like, independently tracking this guy and Robin like calls Batman and tries to get him to let him in, but Batman won't do it. Um, we get more flashbacks of Robin growing up and, um, Dick deciding like, um, Dick overhears Gordon and Bruce talking. Um, and Gordon is like, we think this Zuko guy is going to skip town. Um, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so batman suits up again to go find um 
Zuko, like one last chance at finding Zuko. Meanwhile, Dick also decides like, you know, the cops aren't going to be able to like find him in time. I'm going to go look for this guy. Uh, he's just a dumb kid. Uh, but he, he means well and we love him. Um, he ends up like finding Zuko and, uh, Zuko like imperils a child because he's a shit bag <laughs> and Batman stops it. But, um, like ends up having to let Zuko go so that he can save Dick. Uh, and he ends up taking Dick back to the Batcave and like reveals his identity. And, uh, that's how he becomes Robin. Anyway, in the present, Batman and Robin chase down Zuko, um, and they beat him up real good, and the police show up, and Robin's like, Robin says some really mean shit about, you don't know how it feels, Batman, even though he knows that Batman knows how it feels, and Robin is like, or Batman says, I just couldn't bear the thought of losing you, um, and that's why I didn't want you to come, and it's a very touching moment, and the episode ends. Um... The first part is the the episode of this that won an Emmy for outstanding daytime television less than an hour or whatever. So, uh, I can see why because it's fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, first things first, let's work backwards. I think yeah. Batman's reasoning here for why he didn't want Robin to be involved stupid. Yeah, I assumed this whole time it was that I didn't want you to get caught up in this quest for revenge like I'm caught up for this quest for revenge. Yeah, because, like, oh, you you might have killed that fucker, and I didn't want that, right? Like, I, yeah. you know. And I, I thought this was going to be under the Red to. Hood, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and instead it's like, oh, I couldn't I couldn't think to lose. He's fine. He it, Tony Zuko's just like a, a guy. He's just a fucking guy. There's yeah. nothing special about him. <laughs> they, they, they try to, like, pick up this guy because he, like, you know, um, he clips Batman when he's, like, firing a gun wildly. Um, sure. But, like, like, everyone fires a gun at Batman. Yeah, it, like, it, it just doesn't work because he's Batman. You know he's going to kick this guy's ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not He's not a supervillain. He's just a guy. <laughs> yes. Um. But, yeah, other than, like... That I I thought this episode was really good, but I also I thought that reasoning was kind of silly and hamfisted. Yes, he also delivers this in like this very tortured pose with his hand on his hip because he's been injured, but mm. just sat, it just looks like he's like being sassy. <laughs> There's a lot of um, weird stuff in this episode that I think like tries to go kind of dark and then bumps up into standards and practices, which I think is like you know, a common theme for this uh, for this series, but it, it is kind of funny the way that, like, Batman should be, like, bleeding to at least a little bit sell that, or or, or look yes. injured in any he way. Could, he could have, like, a torn, like, tights or something. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's a real shame. Be- because it it's 1992. <laughs> yeah. By Justice League, he'd just be fucking bleeding. Right. But this isn't Justice League, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, that part's kind of weird. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Robin does a full-on Akira bike slide. I, <laughs> I knew there was an Akira bike slide in the show, but I or I knew there was like one or two Akira bike slides. But I, in my memory, they were just in Batman Beyond, and I'm sure they are in Batman Beyond. But mm-hmm. the way that he Robin just does it in this episode was really like, oh shit! Yeah, they don't they don't even hesitate. Uh, they put the fucking Akira bike in Ready Player One, and is less of an Akira bike slide than the one in this episode, right? Of Batman. Exactly. 
<laughs> there's like there's like anime like lightning sparking yes. as he slides. Why? And it's like, <laughs> Why is there lightning coming off his wheels? I mean, it's sick. Don't get me wrong, but like it, it's just a motorcycle. It's like an aesthetic choice that makes sense in Akira, but doesn't make sense in this show. But they're gonna fucking no. put it in here. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. It's it's goofy. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, okay, main thing I want to hit: the mm-hmm. flashback Batman design is fucking sick. Oh my god, it's good. This is the first time they really like cement this where Batman back in the day didn't have a yellow oval. Um, the bat mm. signals more the bats like logo is more of like downward pointed. It's not like the like movie one. Right. And uh, his belt isn't like a mystical tech belt. It has like full on pouches and buttons. Yeah, it's good. It's fucking it's good. Fu- and also the cowl is like more black than it is blue. And that it's just it, they just made the year one bat suit. That's yeah. just what this is. And it's also- fucking sick. Also, I think, like, the ears are, like, longer and more pointed, it feels like. Um, It's weird, because, like, I was watching, I was like, some shots look like year one. Some of them look like 70s Batman in a way that was just, like, remarkable to me. I'm like, this is the closest show's ever going to get to 70s Batman. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it it helps that they lean on, like, the the drawing Batman and silhouette thing, which I associate so strongly with that 70s stuff. Yeah, Um, for sure, for sure. um, Because he is constantly, like, there's just a scene where he, like, shows up in silhouette and cracks his knuckles and a, and a guy is like oh zuko's with this guy he's with his uncle and i'm like yeah that's batman to me <laughs> yeah this show does not have enough of batman menacing like just like mobsters and i always eat that shit up <laughs> yeah the the um it's really funny before um because i didn't remember exactly how this part played out so when um batman hears the name uh, Billy Marin and like sends Robin away. I I thought what he was doing there was like, oh Robin, you're menacing this poor thug too much. Um, you know you need to like cool off, go to the Batmobile. Um, but then Batman is like, it's just you, me, and thirty stories, bud. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> good. That part never comes back around. It never. It's certainly because this episode lay part one lays down the groundwork of Batman doesn't want Robin to do the vengeance he feels like he's capable of, mm-hmm. even though Robin's not a person who does vengeance like that. Yeah, um, which I think is like an interesting nuanced story that this show just doesn't have the capacity to tell. Because um, like Bruce is ready to murder guys for Robin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like. Like. The flashbacks of him looking down Zuko, I am fully convinced that he was just going to ice Zuko when he saw yeah. him. Also, as this episode goes on, I'm just saying this more and more like Zuko from uh, The Last Airbender. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. everybody, but I can't That's stop fine. it. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because like the, the the episode's also about how Bruce raised Dick to be someone who would never do that. Like he, he succeeded. He did the thing. The yeah. thing was raising the kid. But like the end of the episode doesn't really talk about that, even though... The like first part especially is like all about this. Yeah, the the um the first part really um <clears throat> I I was thinking a lot about that Red Hood movie um during mm. the first part because I thought it was just gonna be like kind of the same story of like, you know, Robin was gonna like go over the line and Batman was gonna like bring him back. And the first part I think goes in that direction, and then the second part pivots away from it um i still like the second part but i definitely think the the first part like sets up maybe a better ending than like the show actually sticks to i guess yeah yes i i I think the first part is way better than the second part of this episode (laughs) (laughs) um 
What else? Also, it helps that the first part has maybe the best animation that we've seen so far. It's so good. There's just like all these like really tight shots and like you know the 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 shadowy noir stuff and like it's the stuff that the show is always going for. But it's just like dialed up to eleven for for this episode, and it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, that stuff is uh great. I just um, this is like this. The legacy stuff is like the stuff I most like, and this show just is not. I mean, this is going to be true even like going forward. Like they're just it, they're not invested enough as Dick as a character to like be about that. Um, and that's a real yeah, shame. yeah. You know, we're then, huge. We're both huge Nightwing stands, so it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, like this Dick is a little more like a nerd kid than I usually think of him. And then like I um. I like Tim Drake in the DC animated universe, but um, his story takes such a different turn. Um, that yes. it's, uh, Return of the Joker kind of gets to the like Batman legacy stuff that I really like, but um, yeah. it's just not quite like what yeah, the show is not. doing. No, um, <clears throat> it's fine. It's interesting because they taught the, I was reading like the production channels and they wanted to go back to, and I'm surprised they didn't. They they introduced this like flashback of like Robin being introduced to Bruce and Alfred in the Batcave, and they wanted to do more with like young Robin having adventures with Batman. And I'm sad we never got it because I love this like cute little Robin design. I think he looks great. Like Dick Grayson yeah. as a kid just looks great. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Uh I think he looks great, and I think that like um Tim Drake ends up in this show looking like a nineties kid, which I, I yes. It has its charm, but it is like a very different thing from this. Like, yeah. um, this Dick just, Grayson fell out of the fifties. Like, yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> like you just feel like I guess forties, like original Robins from the forties. It just feels like the original brass Robin, early yeah. designs of the character. Yeah, it feels like um, like the 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 flashbacks like call back to a lot of like older Batman stuff that this show is usually mm-hmm. pulling from, but like yeah. more deliberately here. Yes, it's really funny because he's in his like he's in his flying Grayson's outfit and he just looks like like the cutest like he's he, he's like fucking Astro Boy. They said they designed him kind of on Astro Boy in part. So that doesn't surprise. Me. I thought he I thought he looked like Billy Batson a little bit. To yeah, me too. absolutely. But then like by the middle of this two parter, when he's like wandering the streets, he's just in like the biggest like chunky sweater for no good reason. And like a like a pulled out hat. He looks like he looks like a parody of like Matches Malone, but as like a kid, a little kid. <laughs> He looks like fucking Encyclopedia Brown, and he's like, yes, you know, absolutely. working the case, and like all these um, older people are like helping him out because they think he's cute. Um, yes, <laughs> it's really funny. Also, I didn't touch on it at all in the summary, but like, young Dick just like saves this prostitute from like a bad pimp, and like that just doesn't really matter all that much. Um, and it's like not talked about really that like that's what's happening but that's what's happening it's a really weird like little thing they inject into it <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's weird because um yeah if they just had like like you know this this nine ten year old hanging out with batman doing cool flips and stuff i think it'd be fun to have like a you know not every episode but like multiple episodes about early days batman in the show i think it'd be cool yeah um, it also made me think about how, um, it was last week, right, where Gordon is like, 
oh yeah, I bought this uh, the the bat signal, and yes. it is very funny <laughs> to, to follow that up with the episode where you were reminded Batman's been at this for like ten years, and in ten yes. years, Gordon has never thought of I should have a way to get in touch with this guy. <laughs> no, his hair's gone white. That's happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the like redhead like year one um, Jim Gordon is so good. <laughs> Yes. I'm surprised he, he still he still looks like Gordon, though. His hair's like he should have gotten rid of the mustache. I feel like it'd be funnier if he didn't have the mustache. Yeah, he like like one It's weird because because Batman in 10 years like or Bruce looks like in 10 years. He's gone from like 25 to 27. Yes. Um, <laughs> this, is, is- this, this is our first introduction to what I think of as uh, Justice League Bruce Wayne with the slick back hair. I love yeah. this look for him. It's good. It's real good. <clears throat> um, Dick obviously grew up, and then somehow Gordon looks like in in the last ten years he's gone from like thirty to sixty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you remember whenever they redraw everyone what Gordon looks like? No. Um, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm gonna Google it because I'm sure I've seen it. Um, I'm just gonna Google Jim Gordon Justice League. I assume he shows up. There. Oh no, no, it's it's in Adventures of Batman and Robin. Oh right, okay. They, no, I remember this now. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like he's like sick. He just like dropped forty pounds, <laughs> and he looks fucking old. He looks like an old ass man suddenly. Yeah. God, he he looks so old. Wait, yeah. I don't. <laughs> There's a lot of the Adventures of Batman and Robin redesigns that I just don't care for. Um, I get why they did them, but yeah, I think it's generally like just worse. Um, yeah, I think I think when they go back to a lot of those characters in in Justice League, the ones that do come through, because most of them don't, um, I think they do a much better job of simplifying those designs down. Yeah, um, I um, the 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 one that I always think of is like the way I just don't like how Joker looks later in this series, and I think they walk it back in a, like an okay way, but they never get back to the iconic design. Um, yeah, there's not much Joker at least. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter as much, you know. And he looks good in uh, Return of Joker, which is what matters. So yeah, um, when he shows up in Justice League, he's much better than the the late that late Batman stuff's rough. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. We'll talk about the redesigns when we hit it, and we'll be like, "Oh, why the Riddler? Why does the Riddler look like this? <laughs> why did you do this to him?" <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, it's weird because like this episode is like the first time we've really seen Robin outside of that like first episode, right? Have we? Has he shown up past he that? He was in one Scarecrow episode. Oh, right, right, right. But like this episode, like. Introdu- like introduces a door through which Nightwing can walk and then shuts it again. Yeah. And we're going to get Nightwing. Like Nightwing's in the show. It's really yeah. weird. It's weird how like I associate so much of this show with like Tim Drake and Batgirl and Nightwing show up at some yeah. point. But we're mm-hmm. like 30 episodes in and there's not a, a hint of them. You know? No. no. We'll get we'll get Barbara before too. I think she's the one who shows up first. So. I think you're right. I always, I, yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> um, I remember liking her in this show. Yeah, it's great. And then it, it opens a bunch of weird doors that we'll have to talk about when we get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because I will grew up on this show, this is like, I really like Oracle. But when I think of Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, I think of the show. Um, mm-hmm. 
Because that's really like someone who like really likes Barbara Gordon. There, is, there wasn't a lot of Batgirl media before this show happened. Like Killing Joke's yeah. already happened, came and went. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oracle's already just like, a, like Barbara Gordon is a paralyzed character. No one gives a shit about at this point. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I have like such a weird skewed perspective on um, like Barbara Gordon sometimes because mm-hmm. I, I the like the very first time I remember like really like knowing about Oracle was playing Batman Arkham Asylum when that came out and was like, oh, I guess like Batgirl, like killing joke happened to her, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, and then like the first one of the first like American comic series that I got really into was the um new 52 Batgirl series where they're like, oh yeah, she was Oracle for a little while, but basically at the start of new 52, she's like healed her, healed her legs. And so she's like back to being Batgirl. It's very, it's like a very weird thing. I like that series a lot, but it is a very weird, like, yes. DC and Turtle basically insisted that they were going to do it, whether Gail Simone wanted to or not. And she's like, well, I might as well write her anyway. I don't love that arc. Like that. The Gail's run on that, uh, which is a shame, but, um, yeah. Blame, I, as always, blame fucking DC editorial for anything you don't like, because almost <laughs> certainly was their idea. Yeah. Um, I remember liking all that arc, but I also remember um, that I haven't read it since 2016. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, the thing that this episode made me really think of was uh, Bat, uh, Robin Year One and Batgirl Year One, which are two incredible comics that are just origin stories for those characters. Um, I need I to read them because I know Marcos Martin does the art and I fucking love yeah, that guy. They, yes, it's some of the best super art in the world to me. Yeah. Um, um, and I he, feel like in many ways, though, those books feel like they are coming out of the legacy of this show in terms of like the sense of adventure and design that the show brought into Batman. Yeah. Um, Marcos Martin in general is like one of my favorite like modern superhero artists because he seems to like understand that these are cartoons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In a way that other people don't always. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the background more than the Robin one, but uh, they kind of are like the background one is a sequel to the Robin one. So I would just read both. Yeah. Every time I've ever seen them, they're just bundled together. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they're good. But yeah, it's just, it's just weird sitting like watching this. I'm like, we we don't we don't know who Dick Grayson is, and he's ready to quit. <laughs> ba- Batman Forever hasn't happened yet, right? Like everyone's perception of Robin is like Burt Ward stuff. It's just interesting the way this character is like like laid out just, in many just, ways for like the first time for people. I'm trying to remember when Batman Forever comes out in relation to this show. Um, um, Batman is Forever is ninety four, isn't it? Okay. 95, 95. Oh god. June of 95. We're a long we're 2 years from Batman Forever. Yeah. Okay. Um I should watch that. It's been a long time. We'll get there. I I want to watch yeah. it. Um we will do it, but not yet. My my vague recollection is that I like Batman Forever and I don't love Batman and Robin, but it's been a long time. So. I think Batman Forever is one of the most quotable movies ever made, but it was very like I went to see it um like as a kid, like that's June 95. So I'm like nine years old and I loved it the way you can only love something when it's nine years old. Um, <laughs> I had like the production, like behind the scenes book that I got. Um, it was like the first thing I remember being excited for before it was out. Um, and um, I love Batman and Robin. I think it's incredible. It's not a, it's not a great movie, but I just think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember really enjoying the way that movie is a mess, but it's been so long. So yeah, um, I think in many ways, Forever is a better film, but I think Batman and Robin, by being so messy, just is like f- more fun to chew on. Uh, also, like you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is better than Tommy Lee Jones at being a ham in a movie. Basically, yeah. Tom- Tommy Lee Jones, one of the greats, but I don't like. I don't think of him as one of the greats for being that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it. we'll cover yeah. both those movies eventually. It'll be great because uh, there's much to talk about. Yeah. Um, but um, do we have anything else? I feel like we've just kind of gone on about a thousand different things. This episode's really good, but like it, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. Batman beats up some guys. Gordon's young, kind of. That's weird. Alfred, not young. Alfred's been the same age his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even give him like a full head of hair. No, <laughs> no. He's really excited about uh, about Dick Grayson being just part of the family, though. Yeah, I I feel like Alfred is like secretly hoping the whole time, like because Jim Jim Gordon is like, oh, you can you know give that kid back soon because he's Bruce is supposedly taking this kid in because he's a material witness and he can keep yes. the kid safe. But um, Gordon comes by and is like, oh, you can give the kid back soon, and you just know that like. Bruce and Alfred are, like, not intending to, like, send this kid to some orphanage. <laughs> like, they're just like, no, this is our kid now. <laughs> I'm gonna teach him to fence. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, he does just teach him to fence and then relies on his circus training to do the rest. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess I have nothing else. Yeah, it's Friday. You know, it's you Friday. want to go back to reading Berserk. I do. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, I guess that's it. Next time we will, uh, if that's next week, oh, who knows? Maybe, maybe it won't be. Who can say? Yeah. But next time we show up, we will be watching The Laughing Fish. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, classic Batman story. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's just a Deanie and Tim joint, so... You know, they just are like, oh, we're going to get to do bat- uh, the laughing fish. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Dini just rubbing his hands together like, this is my favorite one and I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I, too, think Joker's Five Way Revenge is a pretty sick uh, episode, like <laughs> volume of Batman, issue of Batman. It's just good. Yeah. Um, where could people find you online? You can find me online uh, on Twitter at em underscore being. You can support all of my podcasts at normalmapping.com, patreon.com slash normalmapping. Um, that, that's it. That's the stuff. You find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. All my podcasts are exportodd.io. That link takes you to the Patreon page where we have um, links out to all the free feeds of things. Or you can give us a dollar a month and get this podcast early or on eight stairwells early um bag and book club early or give us five dollars a month and get pop town funk which ideally is coming out the same day that this podcast is coming out <laughs> damn yeah you'll have to see it <laughs> um gotta figure out maybe we can like watch that movie tonight and record tomorrow night i don't know anyway who cares <laughs> um Fair enough. Uh, this podcast is on Mondays. You can get it a week early uh, if you support export audio Patreon, which you should. Export odd.io. 
free episodes of the week after the live or the the pay the premium one goes up uh but you can tell your friends about any episodes you particularly like uh rick told me about a batman comic i should read and then i didn't do it because i was reading berserk full stop but i would like to get around maybe i'll have a comic talk about next time we show up yeah Um, i'm like in the manga hole real bad right now which like maybe that will translate into western comics or maybe it won't mine will not mine will not i promise you it won't happen (laughs) um anyway batman batman